so much for joining me today. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you said that you would be where we are, that when we gathered in your name, you'd be here. So we just acknowledge your presence. We acknowledge you. We thank you and praise you that you want to teach us how to live well here on the earth and how to live in your kingdom. We love you and praise you. We give you all the glory in your name we pray. Amen. He is so good. He's so in love with us. And today he wants to teach us that as soon as we hear the word and, you know, hearing the word is God's instruction to us. That's how we live in the kingdom of God. When you get born again, when, you, when you're born of the spirit and the spirit comes and lives on the inside of you, he starts giving you instruction so that you can live in his kingdom. He starts showing you how to think, what to do, the steps to take to get to that good life. Ephesians 2.10 talks about we're recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew so that we fit into that kingdom. And he puts us on that path that leads to the good life. God wants good for us. And Jesus was teaching us in Mark 4. He said, well, he was telling a parable and disciples asked what it meant. And he said, if you don't discern and understand this one parable, you, how, how then is it possible for you to discern and understand all the parables? That was verse 13, Mark 4. And then 14, the sower sows a word. The ones along the path are those who have the word sown in their hearts. But when they hear, Satan comes at once by force and takes away the message that was sown in them. So Jesus is telling them that. He's telling us that ahead of time so that we're aware of it. As soon as God gave a word to Adam and Eve, Satan came and stole that word. And we got to be discerning of that. And, and that's like supposed to be like a first stage. But we so often go back to it, back and forth. We grow a little, then we don't get enough word in our heart. And we, we're not on top of the situation. We're not pressing in and so easily give up. And it's, that's Satan stealing the word. Jesus said, I have come that you may have life, have it to the full until it overflows. And so we got to stay on top of it so we can have that life to the full till it overflows. Then he said in the same sentence, but Satan has come. The enemy has come to kill, steal, and destroy. And right here, Jesus is saying how he does that. He steals the word from you. He steals the truth from you. If God gives you an assignment, for example, of what you're to do, and um, the enemy's going to come right away and try to take it. And so you have to write it down, write down the vision. Make sure you remember what you're supposed to be doing. Be in communication every day with the Spirit so that you don't forget, so Satan can't steal that word from you. Anyway, um, he says that he comes at once and takes the word, the message which is sown in them. And in the same way, the ones sown upon stony ground are those who, when they hear the word at once, receive it, accept it, welcome it with joy, and they have no real root in themselves. And they become offended. They endure for a little while, and then the trouble or persecution comes, counter the word, and immediately are offended. And Jesus goes on to say all the ways in which Satan comes to steal the word. But so you can know that he is constantly trying to steal from us, to kill, steal, and destroy. And Peter said to be sober and be vigilant, that he roams around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And you know, the thing is, is if we aren't constantly in obedience with God, if we're, if we're not hanging on that vine and letting him correct us, then we're not going to be right with him. 
And so Satan is just working really hard to get us to disobey God, just like he did in the garden. If we disobey God, we live under the curse. If we stay connected, if we stay on the vine, and the way to do that is just to get up every day and get that word in your heart. Don't cease to do that because otherwise he's going to come and take the little bit of word you got. And Jesus said that in, 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 in Mark 24, Mark 4, 24, be careful what you hear because what you hear is going to make all the difference. And if you're not careful, if you're listening to something other than the word, Satan's going to come and take even what little bit of revelation knowledge you had. And that's in Mark 4, 24 um, and 25. So we have to attend to the word. The word of God is God. And when we attend to that word every day, we're not going to get off track. He's not going to be able to steal it from us. We have to recognize him coming, knowing that he's constantly trying to steal that instruction, that direction from God. I mean, from us, um, from God, the message the word God gives us. It can even be to forgive someone and he'll just come like he did in the garden and say, did God really say? And we're going to say, yes, God really said, because we need to be on top of it. And so whatever it takes, keep doing the word of God. That's the message I got for you today, for us today, to keep doing the word. He's going to come in any way that he can to steal that word from you. And he comes in your thinking. He likes to paint a picture of doom and gloom if you obey that word, if you go that direction. He has all kinds of tactics he uses, but he's really good at painting a picture in your mind, trying to get you to imagine that thing that he's trying to get you to think could happen if you did what God said. And so we have to take captive every thought. I know I talk about this stuff over and over, but we get stuck This is where we're stuck. And that's why Jesus said, if you don't understand this, you're not going to understand anything. As soon as you hear the word of God, he's going to come and try to distort that. Um, He's going to come and try to lie to you, to get you to think that you don't have to do that word. And the word of God is God's thinking. The word of God is his character. The word of God is our faith. The word of God is everything. He's our source, and so Satan's going after the source. And so if he can get you to to disregard that command, then what's going to happen on that day? Jesus is going to say, I didn't know you, you who disregard my command and disregard my word. So we, we have to be attentive to the word. We have to constantly be looking at the word, doing the work, being word, being in fellowship with the word. And making sure whatever God tells you to do is a command. And if we're not doing those commands, we're not going to be walking down that path that leads to a good life. Then Jeremiah 29, 11 isn't going to happen because it happens by our instruction from God. Whatever he tells us to do, Satan's going to come and try to get you to not do it, to be afraid. Um, anything, anything it is that he can get you to do, to not do the word he will do. And you know, so often I think we think, well, he's not again, he's not going to trap me in that, but he knows your weaknesses and he, he presses those right buttons. Whatever seems too hard for you, he's going to make it seem even harder yet. Um, receiving healing, he's going to say it's too hard and God's not going to do it. And um, he, he just lies and lies and lies and lies. Jesus said there's no truth in him. 
So you have to be aware of your enemy. And you have to be paying attention to the word. Romans says, faith comes by hearing, not have heard, but hearing. So you have to keep hearing it and hearing it and hearing it. It's going to be like when you live in heaven, you're going to be hearing the word. You're going to be hearing God all the time. You're, you're going to be listening to him. And we have to live in heaven on the earth right here and right now to get to heaven when we leave here. Not necessarily all of us, but that is the intention. That is God's plan. Jesus said that we should pray that we live in heaven on the earth, that we bring heaven to the earth, um, that God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so that is our calling. Jesus lived in heaven on the earth, and we are to imitate him. Not live conformed to the world, but live conformed to him. Living in his kingdom is living his way, not him living our way, not conforming to any other word, any other theory, any other reasoning, but conforming to God. He's our God. And if we want to live in his good, then we got to follow his instruction and his warning. And so when the Holy Spirit comes to live on the inside of you, that is his very purpose to teach us and guide us in the word so that we can live in the kingdom of God right here on the earth, right? Jesus said, the kingdom of God isn't here or there. You're not going to be able to see it, but it's within you. So it's according to how you are going to live. The Holy Spirit is on the inside of you. The kingdom of God is on the inside of you. And so we have to attend to the word. The word of God is the formula that we need to live in the kingdom right here on the earth. And the Holy Spirit knows exactly what to tell you. And Jesus said he wouldn't speak on his own accord, but the Father would tell him everything to say and remind him of things to come. So that is a good thing. God always wants us to have understanding. He wants us to have revelation knowledge. And so we have to go after it. It has to be our quest. To live in the kingdom of God is up to us. He's not going to force us on uh, force it on us. So we have to attend to the word. Okay. So if you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, then you want to do that. He said in Revelation 3.20, he's already knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, he's going to come in. You're going to be born of the Spirit. He's going to come. The Holy Spirit's going to come and live on the inside of you and be there for, all, be there for you all the time. Be your counselor, your standby, anything that you need. Jesus gave up his life for you so that God's Spirit could come and live on the inside of you. How cool is that? He is so good. He's so in love with you. And if you ask him, he's just going to come. And it's nothing you have to be afraid of. It's just God's spirit. He's gentle and kind. He's tender and he he's he's tenderhearted. And he's, he's just going to come and very gently teach you and guide you his way. And you're going to start to feel him. Um, and, and maybe you'll feel him right away when we pray. I don't know. But he is good, and he wants to come and be your God. He wants you to have that good, abundant life, John 10, 10. So I want you to pray with me. Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you are so good and that you want to live on the inside of us and be there for us all the time. And we just welcome you. We ask you to come live on the inside of us and be our God. Teach us. Teach us how to live in your kingdom. Warn us of things to come, all the things you said we want, we want to receive from you. 
We thank you. We love you. And we praise you for being true to your word. Jesus, you're so good to us. So, now if you said that prayer, he is living on the inside of you. You may feel him. You may not. Sooner or later, you will. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey me, and I'll show myself to you. And so, um, he told the disciples when he was here, he wouldn't leave them as orphans, but he would come, and the Holy Spirit would make his home on the inside of them. And so I just wanted to add that so that you know that you will never be alone. You're not an orphan. God is in love with you. And he, if you asked him and you meant it, he is living on the inside of you. And that's what being born again is, being born of the Spirit. And now you're going to be able to see and understand things that you couldn't before. And he's just going to manifest himself so big on the inside of you. And um, your life is just going to be so wonderful so wonderful, so different than it was before. Lots of people think it's a prayer to heaven, but it's not. It's not. It's an invitation to a relationship with Jesus. And we can't do anything without him. So stay connected to him. Get up every day. Get that word in your heart. Don't miss a day or Satan's going to sneak in and try to devour you. And he devours those that are ignorant of him, that ha- aren't paying attention. That's why Jesus said, pay attention. Pay attention to what you're hearing. So if you said that prayer, I love it so much. If you'd let me know, and congratulations. How exciting. Now you're living in the kingdom of God right here on the earth. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.